Welcome to Everyday Enlightenment. I'm your host, Trisha Martin-Owen, and today we're going to be exploring anxiety, fear, and spiraling thoughts. We're going to take a look at the root cause of anxiety and an approach to heal it. Let's get started. Anxiety has been around. It's nothing new to the human condition or for any of us. And yet it seems to be something that I'm coming across more and more in my work and in um, interactions with close friends and people in my life. And so I wanted to address it today because it is so normal. And I want to make that really clear. It's so normal. All of us have it. And yet, there seems to be a heightened sense of anxiety. So I wanted to talk about what the root cause of anxiety really is. And the problem is never the problem. (laughs) It's always a surface issue that is more of a reflection of the deeper issue. It's like an iceberg, the tip of the iceberg. Um, So... Let's explore the root cause of anxiety. Anxiety resides in the part of our brain that is limbic. And what that means is it's in a more of a fight or flight mode where we get triggered by something and our a lot of our cognitive functioning is turned off because we, our bodies are gearing up and ready to fight or flight. And that's where, you know, panic attacks, the, the nth degree of anxiety, um, come about from. But what anxiety really is, it is the child under the age of six within us. And for all of you out there who have children, picture your child at the age of two, three, five, even eight or nine. And what would you say to them in moments of despair or fear? How would you approach your own child? Or a child that you, a lost child on the street. And it's the same with approaching our anxiety. Children are amazing bullshit meters. (laughs) They, they know uh, if something is up, if something is not right, if you're lying to them. They know on some level, even if they don't immediately react to it or show it to you right away, it lives within them. And it is no different with that child within you who is producing this anxiety. Something is going on in your life where that kid's BS meter is, you know, going through the roof. 
and really asking for your attention. This was really hard for me to grasp because culturally and socially, we have been so groomed to turn away from our own internal knowing needs dialogue and seek approval and validation from the outside world what you look like what how much money you make uh, how good of grades you got did you make the team all these things that as children um, maybe not so much how much money you made but that translates into adult life um, as children we were shown over and over and over again that these are the things that are important not what we're feeling not what we intuitively know not what another person is feeling even but rather these external um, awards or these external things that we're supposed to achieve and we think the more that we stuff the more that we bury the more that we shut off this part of ourselves it'll just go away when in fact it doesn't just go away but it begins to drive our lives in subtle and then not so subtle ways coming up as panic attacks or serious anxiety or spiraling thoughts where your mind just seems to have a mind of its own and so the more that we have anxiety the more this is a chance for us to recognize this part of ourselves that we have been denying for years. Don't feel that. That's not okay to think or say or feel. I'm going to ignore that. Can't we just get over this? All of these types of things that we've subconsciously done to ourselves because we've learned them through our own experiences in our lives there's been times in our lives where we needed to express something and we were we received one of those messages either subtly or not so subtly and no one's perfect and no family is perfect but it's more of a chance to reintegrate re-get to know yourself and practice self-compassion so the more that this anxiety is coming up the more this child is just needing you to see them. And I'm specifically talking about you as the age, at the age of, under the age of six, as he or she. Because it's important when we get into the approach of how to heal this or start to build a relationship with this part of ourselves, that it isn't us. It's not us. And that's an important 
distinction because it'll help separate a little bit when you start to have spiraling thoughts. You are not your thoughts either. It's this fragment, this little part of you that's just needing some extra attention right now. So the basics of the approach is, as I said earlier, is building a relationship with this part of yourself. How would you approach a scared, fearful, misunderstood child? Probably pretty gently, maybe with a lot of love and kindness. And just visualize this child in your mind's eye. You, at the appropriate age that you just feel might be where you're at. It's an intuitive thing. And it can be any age. It doesn't have to be under the age of six. But it usually is. Although I've had experiences where I'm 13, 14, 17. <laughs> anyway. Visualize this child in your mind. Sitting across from you. You're not touching. You're just looking at each other. And maybe tell this child, I see you. I'm here. I've got this. You have nothing to worry about. And if you want to go even deeper, you can ask this child, how are you? How are you feeling? And as they tell you how they feel, respond with empathy and compassion. Yes, I understand. I'm so sorry. I can see how that would be terrible. Just empathy statements. Without making it about you as you are now. And this is an important piece. Because when we start to self-identify too much with this fragment, it becomes like a pity party. And that just makes things worse. <laughs> it doesn't, it really doesn't help the child or you. Um, it kind of makes everyone uncomfortable and um, takes steps, you'll take a few steps backwards. And you'll know when you're doing that because it just feels yucky. But as you practice this, just begin to build that relationship with this child. And anytime some anxiety comes up, maybe take a deep breath and just gently say to yourself, I see you, I've got you. Throughout the day. This practice of building a relationship with our inner child may be a game changer for you. And if it is, I'd love to know. You may also want to pair this with the self-compassion practice of reconnecting with ourselves that I posted earlier. I'm in the midst of developing a new course called Integral Compassion that will take this practice to a much deeper level and go over the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, 
and karmic layers that will be worked through as you apply compassion to yourself. Because whenever we send empathy and compassion to our own selves, we are in fact sending it to the rest of the world. And that's something that I'll cover later. All right. Thanks again for being with me. It's always a pleasure and I'm so grateful for you. Have a great week. Namaste.